new from unlicensed video, Ernest Goes to Ben. Hey, it's summer again, and the kids at St. Nick is on the floor of Comprehensive are going wild in Porkballs 3, The Boo Brun. It is the future, a time of bad things. Alan Cuthbertson is Robotic Copster 4. Hello. And welcome to the Palotron 2000 VHS cassette. I'm the bloke from the Atmosphere game without pen on my face. And due to choice, circumstance, or that incident with the ham, you're listening to this alone at Christmas. But by playing this tape, you can pretend to spend it with one of our special friends, including Ben and Ben in the instant traveling Christmas Superfriend Christmas Show. But first, a word from our sponsors. In 1993, a young version of me saw an ad on TV which inspired a dream. Every day after tea, in primary three, I look forward with glee to that year's Christmas Eve. Wake up on Christmas Day to find Boglins. Boglins waiting for me Various Boglins All types of Boglins under the tree Just like off the TV But reality is quite different from dreams And at that tender not cloud quite see Now I'm almost 30 Hindsight's here with me Back then hard to foresee What the outcome would be Woke up on Christmas Day To a boggling A solitary boggling Waiting for me A single small boggling A cheap knockoff boggling Under the tree Not like off the TV I mean, if there's any Christmas message that's more important than Boglins, I don't want to hear it. Uh, that was a fabulous Christmas 93 by Collins Godson. Uh, we asked for Christmas songs. We expected a few, like, knocked up quickly covers, but we got sent three originals. Uh, so you'll be hearing those throughout the show. Uh, hello, I'm Ben Baker. Christmas Ben Baker. Hello. Hi. And I'm Boglin Phil Cash. <laughs> For all seasons. <laughs> a boggling for all seasons, yes. Yeah, I, I suppose I don't like the idea of boggling's being exclusively, you know, Christmas, because no, no. boggling's do have a universal. They do, they do. And, Boglinity. And they're, they're probably back or something, a lot lot of things are. <laughs> yeah, they'll have like a chip in them now, which lets them sing, we wish you a merry boggling. <laughs> We bog you a merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Bog you a merry (laughs) Linz. Well, they brought back Furbies, I suppose, with more tech. So I suppose as the tech goes, but I don't know what more you could do to Boglins. It was a small rubber thing with an ugly face. You could probably have an app. You put in your hand. There's an app for Furbies. You could. You could probably have an app. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you are interested uh, in sending in what the Boglin app might contain, please do, at Don't Let's Chat on Twitter. (laughs) So if you're just interested in Boglins, go away. 
We don't want you. <laughs> no, go, no. Go and watch We're some, Boglins, you're in go and watch some right Jim place. Sterling videos. He likes Boglins. I, I feel like this should, this should have been a Boglins film, like a Christmas <laughs> kit. At least a Christmas cartoon, you know. There was a Mad Balls cartoon, so yeah, Boglins, why not? There was, yeah. yeah. I feel we've started on a, on a heavily Boglins <laughs> Yeah, we, I'll be like, more boggling themed than I was anticipating yeah. for Christmas Day. We, sh- we should tell people this is a Christmas themed episode, not a boggling themed episode. Let's stop talking about boglins because the word boggling has reached that point where it just doesn't mean anything anymore. Unlike before where it had huge meaning. Boggling, 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 boggling. So, uh, we asked uh, you uh, for some questions, uh, the listeners, uh, about the Christmas period and festive stuff in general. Uh, and we're going to start with Lisa Parker from our pals around the archives, whose new Christmas episode is up now and does unfortunately feature uh, a six-minute segment by me. Oh, dear. But, you know, you can't, you, can't, you can't always get what you want. Oh, sorry, no, positive Christmas. Christmas Day, positive. <laughs> Lisa asks, what did you want most from the Argos catalogue? Ooh. Now, I see that. That's a really good one, especially because now there's that website. I think it's the... Is it the... The Book of Dreams. You can go on and look at all the old ones. Yeah. And I have been doing that. So, but my, mine's going to be a bit of an obvious one, which I think 80% of people that looked at the Argos catalogue wanted and didn't get. is Mr. Frosty. I definitely wanted a Mr. Frosty. <laughs> which is actually uh, back reference in the song we just played. Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah, everyone wanted a Mr. Frosty or a Soda Stream. If you were a bit more class, we did have a Soda Stream already. Bit more, so- oh, so- we didn't, we didn't. Although we- my parents have one now, which makes me think. Thanks. Thanks for waiting 30 years we, before you got in on that trend. We had one, but my dad insisted that all the syrups were too expensive and so were the cartridges to put the CO2 in it. So I mean, we just had a soda stream. They were, though. We literally just had a soda stream. It's... But but when people came around, they went, Oh, Phil, you've got a soda stream. Well, yeah, and you went, Yeah, wait till you see me boggling collection. <laughs> Didn't have any boglins. Oh, I did. I had, I had one Boglins. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I wanted from the Argos catalogue. I was never a massive toy collector, but I always wanted a Game Boy. From the second the Game Boy was announced, the idea of having a game thing that you could take around with you, you know, and friends had them. And do, do you know what my parents got me instead? No. The Amiga 500. The selfish, <laughs> selfish people. You know, no, of, of course it was much, much better. But you know, back then when you've got your heart set on something, and for four years in a row, I asked for a Game Boy. <laughs> and I eventually got one second hand with loads of games, and it was like the best day. But uh, I, I, I still love my Amiga. That makes me think top five presents, would they have been in there? Um, I'm oh, not yeah. sure. My, my top five, well, four yeah. of my top five would have been in there. In fact, yeah, the fifth okay. one would have been as well, yeah. Okay, let's have a top five presents off. Right. At five, you can start, and then I'll go, and vice versa. Right. Vice versa's not on there, neither on VHS nor DVD. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it ever came on DVD. <laughs> Probably did. Most, most of the body swap films didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, five is going to be uh, Power Master Optimus Prime, because I can do Transformers because it- it's Christmas, so shut up. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's fair. I'm not allowed to say anything, no. but I did think probably Transformers. Well, let's uh, see. my five, 
It's the Monty Python Series 2 box set on VHS. Okay. Which was uh, secondhand owned by my uncle, who uh, gave it to me because he wanted to borrow some money from my parents. <laughs> and I'd borrowed the individual volumes from it uh, over the years. And I, I was obsessed with Python right. after seeing it. Uh, 1989 they started repeating it on BBC 2 from episode 1 okay. and so I've seen episode, a series 2 a lot more than the others and indeed this year's Christmas present to myself is the Python box set on Blu-ray <laughs> which I've wrapped up I'm not opening until Christmas Day fair so, that's my number 5 okay out of 4 my number 4 is regular original Optimus Prime that was <laughs> that was um, I, th- I don't I would have had this, uh, it was before we moved down here, so it might have been when it first came out, so like 84, 85-ish. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was it was a big deal, because he, he, he is the best one, toy-wise. Well, he was at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose you, if you didn't have him already and you didn't get it, you'd be a bit... Yeah. And at some point, yeah. that's one of the few of my Transformers that I didn't end up keeping. It went at a car boot sale some time ago. What's interesting is that even though I give you a hard time about Transformers... Uh, over the shows, there is a photo of me opening an original Optimus Prime yeah, on Christmas Day. <laughs> Probably the same year you opened yours. Very possibly. Yeah, it was cool, but I wasn't really into the cartoon. It was just like I liked the toy. I'd say we, that's we fine. talked about this before. You don't like the actiony cartoons. That's not your thing, and that's fine. Uh, not then. Not as a kid. No, no, no. I found them very. I found them very repetitious. No, they they absolutely are. Then, that's the entire but... point. <laughs> There's a fight, someone wins, and then uh, next episode, everything's reset. I, I, yeah, yeah, and then they have a film, and then everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. My, my number four is uh, almost the same. It, it's Ben's Bear. Right. Now, <laughs> Ben's Bear. Mm hmm. Was a giant teddy bear, basically. Okay. And it had a little waistcoat on, mm-hmm. and it had stitched on lettering that said Ben's Bear. Right. And it, it it was just there forever. And it's the thing about now you're a parent, you've seen when people buy really over the oversized toys, and you just think, great, now we've got to find somewhere to put that. I'll, I'll be honest with you, the oversized toys are less of an issue than the ones that make the noise. Don't buy the uh. toys that make the noise. <laughs> don't. Well, this didn't. It was just a bear. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and I loved it very much. Good. And I don't know where it is now. It's probably in Lanford. <laughs> Good. Or, or, or another Welsh town. At three! At three! Uh, Slug Slinger. It's another Transformer, Ben. It's another one. <laughs> it's like another one. This Slug Slinger? Yeah, this would have been uh, the eight, either 87 or 88 line. It was a, um, a, a Decepticon plane with two cockpits, and it was a Target Master, so it had a little dude that turned into a gun. Uh, long since lost the... Um, dude that turned into a gun because it was small uh, but I remember his, his head like you had to sort of like slide his head slightly forward so it popped out when you transformed it <laughs> so uh, uh, wore out from the, the David Cronenberg collection presumably <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that, that was good that one I like that that's interesting actually because you know to get kids to buy the enemy ones as well is <laughs> quite a big deal I think I had more you know. Decepticons than Autobots in the end I'm pretty sure I did just because they were cooler designs. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that was it, you know. Um... Yeah. Uh, my number three mm-hmm. is actually a toy. It, the, the only thing I went in for, like, figures-wise, collecting, was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As was. 
Uh, number three is a knockoff Donatello I got uh, <laughs> for Christmas 1990, uh, and it was a knockoff because it came in a plastic bag. It wasn't. It wasn't on a bit of card and stuff. Otherwise, it looked identical. <laughs> you know, I'm sure over time the paint job slightly scratched a lot easier and stuff. But it was bought for me by a neighbour who was just like, "Oh, I I understand you like turtles," and they they gave me it, and it was like just happened to be. I don't think that I had any inside knowledge. The one I was missing, which was Donatello, it was like the best thing because it was like not only did it complete something, I mean, it didn't complete it forever because you've seen how many turtles toys there yeah, were, yeah, but yeah. you know the main ones. I had, I had Splinter, I had uh, Shredder, I had Krang. Uh, and I had Bebop and Rocksteady, and that's that's enough. That's really yeah, and and a foot soldier, one foot soldier. <laughs> you see, that's that they. I know when they do action figure lines, they have like what they call army builders, which would be like your foot soldiers. But I never knew anyone that a wanted those in the first place, or b like no. bought half a dozen of them to go look. I've got, I've got these. <laughs> Now, you might have the heroes, but I've got six bad villains. Faceless drones. Yeah, because you want different stuff. You want all the different stuff. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah, you do. Especially when, you know, it's like the same price as the other ones. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What's your number two? Number two. Mindwipe was a headmaster transformer. It was turned into a bat. Uh, Lost the head very early on. Yeah, it was a bat. Um... As in so, a flying bat, not yeah, a cricket. Not a cricket bat. No, for some reason, when they did the the headmasters, all the Autobot ones were vehicles. So there was like right. a tank and a car and a helicopter and a plane. And all the Decepticon ones were giant animals. So there was a crocodile <laughs> and uh, a wolf called Weird Wolf, which is the laziest name. <laughs> laziest name. Um, and yeah, and a bat was, was one of them. So yeah. I had the bat, and I lost his <laughs> head, which means that when he transforms oh. into a robot now, it's just a robot with no head, so he stays in bat hey. mode most of the time. <laughs> My number two is the Red Dwarf Smegups VHS. <laughs> Smegups, no. not... Hang on. Smegups, yeah, the original not Smegouts. The original one. Okay. 94. Okay. One. Yeah, it was... It's it's laughable now, obviously, when you get DVDs that are full of bonus footage and all this stuff. Like, but to see, like, it was only about fifty five minutes or so of like behind the scenes and deleted stuff, mm. and you know, it, that, it just didn't exist other than on like Auntie's bloomers and that sort of thing. It'd be all right in the night, and to have an old tape devoted to the show you're obsessed with as a thirteen year old boy, as I was, mm. was amazing. And it, you know, it's looking back now, it's. It's fine. <laughs> we just bought anything that had something to do with the things that we liked. That's why the Red Dwarf Survival Guide sold. That's why the Log yeah. sold. Um, well, I don't know if it did. It did. <laughs> well, I bought it, so, you know. Did you? Yeah. It's probably still got yeah. it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, lots lots of stuff sold that, that wouldn't have sold if it didn't have, like, some vague association with a property we liked. Whereas now you can yeah. just get all the things for the thing that you like instead. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you can get Smeg Ups and Smeg Outs on a DVD, which is brilliantly called Just the Smegs. Just the Smegs. I assume it's on YouTube as well at this point. I can't. It will be, not. yeah. What's weird as well is that apparently uh, an earlier cut of, uh, I think it was Smeg Ups, basically leaked to fans with all of the swearing left in. Ooh. Because uh, obviously it was all bleeped when it got to video because yeah, it was yeah. a wide audience. Right? And it's just like the idea of... 
naughty dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly, he's just Chris Barry going, ah, oh, extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of wrong. David Coleman impressions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he still does them, even though I'm fairly sure nobody knows who David Coleman is <laughs> in 2019. And number one, your top present is... It's not a Transformer this time, it's my Commodore 64. Have I talked oh. about this before? I feel like I might you, have done. You, we did. We talked about it on your birthday one, I think. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, the, how you were tricked. You should. Yeah. So you should. You should all go and listen to that one again after you've listened to this. So I'm not telling you the same story again. But yeah, I had a lot of affection for that machine, uh, even though I must have got it in about 1989, 1990 or so when it was well past its best. Um, yeah. But you know. Well, that is about more games, to be fair, and a so bigger back catalogue to So many games that through. you could buy for a pound on tape. So yeah. many games. And you could still buy them from, like, petrol stations and stuff then. They had, like, a little swirly carousel. Yeah, you know, Spectrum and C64 games. In. I, I remember well. I, see, I, I was always a hand-me-down kid, so I got, eventually, the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48, and then 128. But before that, I got the Commodore Plus 4. Oh, I'm so which, sorry. <laughs> which I loved because I didn't know any better in 1989, yeah. 1990, whenever it was. Uh, but there really was only Icicle Works that we played on it because we I'm, couldn't find any games. Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those where it was like kind of... It's technically slightly better in some ways than the C64, but why would you not just yeah. buy a C64? Yeah. We did actually go in a shop once and uh, said, do you have any... Uh, Commodore Plus 4 games, and he genuinely pulled out a box covered in dust and blew it off. <laughs> I was like, I think there's one in here. And, there was. <laughs> and it's like, you had to buy it, even though it was probably rubbish because of what else was there. Oh, dear. And my number one, my best present of all time, is meeting you, Phil. Aww. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, it's a Beano annual. Uh, I was going to say, didn't you at yeah. Christmas, you weirdo. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> we, I tried to do sincerity, it didn't work. But yeah, a Beano annual, it's always good to have a Beano annual. No matter what age you are, uh, Beano annual's always good fun. Comedy's comedy. Child uh, abuse for bad crimes. Yeah. Still, people, still people get... being violently beaten with slippers. Yeah. Uh, look, another listener question. Do you want to read out the next one? Uh, yes, can do. Uh, right, so this one's from Martin A.W. Holmes. If it actually could be Christmas every day, what's the first thing you'd get fed up of? <coughs> cold. <laughs> Being cold, I think. Cold, cold and rainy, yeah. Um, yeah. I think um. it would not take me long to get fed up of Wizard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah. Christmas in general, you know. It's nice yeah. to have that big blowout of food. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to keep uh, doing the big blowout of food. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Next question is Louise Nylon, who says, excluding the fifth day, which is obviously the best, out of all the gifts in the song The Twelve Days of Christmas, which would you prefer and what would you do with it slash them? <laughs> I mean, that's there's, there's some unpleasant implications to what would you do with them. Uh, <laughs> I think she knows full well what I'd be going for. That's why it's been, it's been, it's been a dry year, Phil. It's been yeah, a dry yeah, year. Um, <laughs> I, I suspect I would send the drummers drumming to someone I didn't like. So. Yes, yeah, that's good. That's good. The Lords are leaping. Um, also, send them to the house of someone that you you don't like. Oh, um, you could use them as part of an elaborate heist. 
True. True. I don't know if they can stack. <laughs> Eight maids are milking. I don't need that much milk, if I'm honest with you. We've got swans and geese. I, I, I don't know where I put them. You live in a flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the idea yeah. of having a goose would be... The fact that I'm not allowed pets means that, like, one, two, three, four, six, and seven, right out. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have any of those. Um, it, although it would be good if we said no pets, brackets, except goose. <laughs> <laughs> except six geese. You can't have one, you can have six. Yeah, um, six is the, the minimum amount of goose. Yeah, I'm going to go for the 11 pipers piping and send them to the house of someone I dislike. That's that's a good call then. I think the pipers is more fun than the drummers because you can get used to the sound of drums. You can't get used to bagpipes. You can't. Don't tell me you can. It's impossible. No, I, I, no I'm, I'm good. I'm good without bagpipes <laughs> ever. So while I think of something I'd like to do with some of the other ones, no. let's have another one of our songs sent in. This is Wolf 359 with Words for Tomorrow. <laughs> Sending that in an original song, a Christmas themed. It's a bit like that Bon Jovi one, except I'm not, I'm not dead. <laughs> so, uh, we've got another list of question. What yes. would you like to? Uh... Yep, I can take this one. This is from Paul Twist, uh, and it says, "What is worst quality streets? Not the worst. What is worst? Well, fair. What is worst? What is best? What is worst in life? Gordon brackets quality street." <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 worst anything purple or green for me. I'm not a no, nut person. You're wrong. It's the toffee finger. The toffee finger is the worst. See, this is why we get on because I like the toffee finger. So as long as we've got one to eat the other one, it's fine. The toffee finger is the one where you think I'm gonna. I don't want the toffee penny. 
I'm going to have a chocolate thing. And you get the thing that looks like a chocolate <laughs> thing and you bite into it and you go, oh, there's got chocolate in it. Oh. Have you ever noticed? No, I haven't noticed. <laughs> Don't do that. Shut yeah. your face. Uh, um, no, Christmas. Nice. Nice Christmas. Exactly. Uh, it's obviously the gravy quality street. No, that's not a thing. Um, well, it is if you have some gravy and a syringe and a box and a lot of time. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you opened your Christmas present for me? No, no, I have not. I have not opened yum, the, yum. Big, the big box marked with a biohazard symbol and the word gravy uh, written on it in crayon. No, and we've had too much gravy content already this I'm, this ever. Is it possible? Is it possible yes. we've yes, reached the gravy limit? We did a list of the top ten Amazon gravy books. <laughs> I said, well, what's more festive than gravy, then? It's, of course, Matchmakers. It is. I mean, other than the fact they're made by Nestle, and therefore I can't buy Nestle because of all the death. But (laughs) if we were to do the top five Matchmakers flavours, I imagine it would go something like this. At one. Cool Mint. Yep, that's the correct flavour. Good. Number two. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Back up. You said five. Yeah, yeah, it's five, apparently. There's not five. I mean, that's it. The top five are because there are five. (laughs) Okay, but there's two. We all know there's two. I found five you can buy in the UK. I don't believe you, but... Okay, so so one is Cool Mint. That's a flavour we can agree on. That that definitely exists. Okay, number two. Salted Caramel. Nope. Nope. Look, it's pulled pork or salted caramel. You've got off one of them. (laughs) But it's, that doesn't exist. There isn't... You know, fine. No, Carry on. It, 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 Num- the second best. It's not. Number three. Zingy Orange. That is the other matchmaker flavour. That is correct. We can end the list now and pretend salted caramel didn't happen. Number four. Maple and pecan. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. No. Declined. No. You don't... <laughs> Five. Let's get to five. And five is incorrect language instructions on baby milk pattern. No, it's gingerbread. It's gingerbread. No. Gingerbread matchmakers. That no. sounds a lot to a lot to be dealing with I in one mouth. Mouthful. There's mint and there's orange, and if you're feeling adventurous, you can mix them up. That's your that's your top three. Uh, I think we better get away from food and go to another listener question. Go on, so then. what's next? What's next? Uh, the Future's Overrated on Twitter asks, Roses, Quality Street, Heroes or Celebrations? Oh. Hold on, Ben. And then in all caps, rank them. <laughs> right. Oh, more food. Uh, this is I easy. Can, I can easily. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go first then. Uh, I t- no, no, let's do it. I'll say we're number one, and then we'll say it at the same time. We'll see if we agree. Okay. So are we going from reverse or? No, go, go from top to bottom. Okay. Three, two, one. Heroes. heroes. Good. Yay! <laughs> Number one is Heroes. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. Celebrations. Celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> we have not won this. <laughs> this is where it's going to get contentious. No, Number three. Three, two, one. Quality Roses. Street. Oh, oh, no, man. Oh. You've ruined it. I, I, I like the colours. I like the colours. Yeah, but Roses has got Cadbury's chocolate in it. Very much liked the tinness. No, that's fair enough. Roses have got like your actual dairy milk in there as well. That's the. Oh, I suppose I'm just thinking of the tin more than all else, which I've not eaten (laughs) one, but I suspect it's not not as good as Cadbury's chocolate. 
Uh, I saw, I think that is that not Nestle now? Quality Street, it was round Street, Nestle, yeah, wasn't we it? Just said a minute ago, it's Nestle, yeah. Oh no! Hey, hey, when I was looking to see exactly what was in a Quality Street tin, do you know what I found out? That what? matchmakers somehow count as Quality Street, even though they're sold separately. What? I don't know. Outrage. It's what Wikipedia says, but that means that matchmakers <sighs> are also Nestle. So yeah, no, so they're definitely bottom. So Florence is third. Uh, celebration second, heroes first. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Keely Collington, who asks, "If people kiss under the mistletoe, what do they do under the mistle finger?" <laughs> now, mistle finger was, of course, the best Bond film of the sixties. <laughs> Yeah, uh, with Bond Girl Christmas galore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What is missile finger? That's not a. It's a, it's a pun. It's a pun. Finger toe. It's a digit swap. Oh, right. Humor. Yeah, no. Um, just, just a shag. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not saying anything. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can have the next list of questions. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, next one is from Paul Twist, which is what is the best Christmas computer game? Hmm. Oh, see, I used to love, like, Back in the day when you used to buy like uh, your magazines for your computer, which, as I previously established, was an Amiga. Yeah. I mean, it was a Spectrum, then an Amiga. You'd get cover tapes and then covered discs. Yeah. And they'd always put out like a Christmas-themed level of something that was out at the time. I remember you know, like Christmas Lemmings. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big one and stuff like that. But there was all sorts of ones with Psycho Santa and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, they were always good fun. But, I mean, the, the the only correct answer is, of course, Maria Whitaker's Christmas box. No. If you are an 11-year-old boy with no access to pornography, <laughs> all you have to do is play a convoluted game of cats <laughs> to see a badly pixelated, semi-nude woman in a Santa suit. That's what we I did. Mean, yeah, okay. Um... I've, I've, honestly, I've just had to go on Wikipedia to check what Christmas games there are. Arkham Origins is set at Christmas, so I'm going to pick that. Uh, <laughs> very festive. <laughs> it is. It's very snowy. Uh, and, it, know, it, is, it is. It is. Christmas punishing. Uh, see, games are fine, but to be honest with you, you know me, I prefer a quiz. What's that you say? Do a quiz? Oh, all right then, because it's Christmas. Go on then. Phil. Yeah. Remember, it's Christmas Day and you have to be polite. Mm. Welcome to the grossly unfair Missing Words Christmas Song Lyric Quiz. How how Mike Flex is this going to get, Ben? <laughs> very. Okay. So there's going to be a missing word. You just tell me what the word is missing from these very famous Christmas songs. Right. Number one, Santa Baby, slipper blank under the tree for me. Present. Oh, sorry, it's Bear Trap. Bear Trap, this is very... It's security around Eartha Kitt's house. Very strong at this time of year. Number two. Right. The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight, and that's enough. Simply having a wonderful blank. Christmas time. Christmas time. Uh, uh, oh, I, w- I wish I could give you that. It's, of course, simply having a wonderful dump with the door open. <laughs> Hang on. Right. There's... There's grossly unfair, and there's just lies. And Number three! Seems to have gone for lies. He sees you when you're blanking. <laughs> Sleeping. I'm sorry, it was Corb. He sees you when you're Corbin. <laughs> Number four! 
Christmas, I give you my blank. Heart. I'm sorry, it was rare shiny sticker of Rude Hullet. Uh, bad luck. And I'm sorry, listeners, that means you have been Whamageddoned. <laughs> Number five. Are you hanging up your stocking on your wall? It's the time that every Santa has a blank. Ball. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, you there can't must be just a time no. during Christmas Eve where he has a shit. No, Ben, no. He eats all them cookies. Stop it. Number six, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny... Nose. No, I've just previously established it's a rare shiny of Rudolph. <laughs> you wouldn't get a shiny of a player, right? We know that. Ian Footballsons here now. <laughs> you get you get no. like the club logos. That's what you get. Number seven. Right. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is. Is it a rude holly shiny sticker, Ben? Sild. <laughs> <laughs> Can never have too much sild at Christmas. Yes, you can. Number eight, dashing through the snow in a one-horse open... Sleigh. Marriage. No. Ben. <laughs> no. No. Number nine. At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish... Shade. I'm sorry, the answer is, we banish you to the black hole. <laughs> what? It's an atmosphere reference. <laughs> No, good, good. A topical reference to a video <laughs> cassette-based board yeah. game from the 90s. Yeah. Good yeah. work. Uh, number 10, I'm dreaming of a white... I don't want to answer this one. It's Christmas. <laughs> good. It's Christmas, Phil. So, sadly, uh, you don't win the Christmas speedball for this year. That'll roll on to next Christmas. The Christmas no. Speedboats. Which was my favourite book as a child. We all sat round on Christmas Eve and read Charles Dickens' A Christmas Speedboat. <laughs> you you were a ridiculous man, Benjamin. No, sorry, sorry. I was thinking of the uh, Hale and Pace Book of Rights and Wrongs. <laughs> That's what we all, every year without fail. No, what is the best Christmas story? Uh, it's not a Christmas story, ironically. No. That's really no, bad. I've still never seen it. It's very American. Um, neither is it Santa Claus the movie, because... No. There is a um, novelisation of it, I assume. Because yeah. it was the 80s. The correct answer, of course, is A Christmas Carol. Brackets, Muppet. Close brackets. <laughs> if only there was some sort of chart to take us out on this Christmas Day special that had something to do with A Christmas Carol. Ben. What? I found one. No. Yeah. What is it? It's Ranker.com's top uh, <laughs> list of Christmas Carol characters. I tell you what, Ben, they've got 35 of them. We're not going to do all those because numbers 32 through to 23 are all dancer with a number after them. But we'll do the top 10. We'll do the top 10. The dancing was the best bit of the book I found. It was. Uh, I'm assuming number one is Terry Scott. 
No, it's Alan Cuthbertson. Don't be stupid. Oh, sorry, I've gone too far. All right, let's go at 10. At 10, Mrs. Cratchit or Miss Piggy to you. If you were wondering who the 10th best character, if you're having that argument in the pub on Christmas Eve, and you were like, oh, it's friendship's going to end over. Who is the 10th best character? <laughs> Look, we've accepted that the top, we've, we've got the top nine sorted out. We just can't agree on the 10th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you remembered it was Miss Piggy. Yeah. yeah. Which is, of course, the documentary presentation of Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> At nine. At, at nine, Fred. You know, Fred. Fred Fred Claus. That was no. Vince Vaughn, wasn't it? It's like Scrooge's what? nephew, Fred. Oh, the jolly bloke who turns up and says, Tiffins and Shishpence and Mystical Bees. Why are you not having a wonderful time, Uncle Scrooge? And Scrooge goes, Get in my fucking ass. <laughs> Something like that. It's not quite how it goes, but yeah, that is that is a good Michael Caine impression. (laughs) Oh, ruin you for other women. (laughs) No, of course, Michael Caine says in that doubt, Frau, bloody muppets at me. Something, something. Better off leaving the EU. Something. Joe's the revenge. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it, but I built a house out of it. That's what he says. Hey, Jaws! <laughs> Fezziwig. Or, oh, you know, Fozzy. It's Fozzywig. <laughs> I love that there are loads of versions of Christmas Carol available, but we always come back to two. Scrooge done a Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, of course, it's yeah. Scrooge's employer who says, Stop fannying about. Have a laugh. Yeah. Have a pint. I mean, that's essentially what, what most of the other characters in this film say to him. Yeah, have a pint. He doesn't. Oh, it's just, well, he don't. He don't. Very serious. And then on Christmas Day, he wakes up and goes, I realise now, and he drinks 12 pints. <laughs> 12 <laughs> And he's arrested bites. for public indistancy. <laughs> and that With the is last the story- turkey in the shop. I would say that is the story of how Scrooge became dust in the turkey, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it, but seven... <laughs> Seven, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Scary one. Oh, <laughs> if we have to rank the ghost, the scary one obviously comes is, last. Is the least best, yeah. Because the, they're always terrifying, but it's the one in Scrooge where it's kind of like comes out of the TV. Yeah, the, there's the bit where they're in the lift that's just really unnerving and I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's quite genuinely creepy. Yeah. Uh, six. Six, Tiny Tim. Oh, not as popular as he used to be, or indeed ever. He's, he's your sixth best one. Uh, he'd probably be higher if he didn't die. <laughs> it'd probably be higher if he stopped playing that ukulele and singing about flowers. <laughs> uh, no, it's the weird thing with Tiny Tim. No one likes Tiny Tim except in A Muppet Christmas Carol because yep. he's Robin. Yep. That's the only version we're allowed to like. And for me, it's problematic because Robin is Kermit's nephew, but in here he's his son. And it's... I'm sorry, it... It's, no, I'm, I'm getting too upset. I'm getting emotional to skip on a five. Skip okay. on a five. Number five, Jacob Marley. Uh, which obviously, this is wrong because there are two Marleys. We all know. Two Marleys, obviously. <laughs> Marley and Marley titted about. <laughs> so, that would be really upsetting, actually, wouldn't it, if it was Waldorf or Statler, but the other one wasn't there? Because <laughs> the you know, just... when you see 
just in hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like when like Ant was going through rehab and it was just deck. It was just something really <laughs> sad about it. So it if was you, like, where is it? If you he could died. only have, if you were having just one Muppet as Jacob Marley, so you weren't using Statler and Waldorf because we agree, too sad to just mm. use one of them. Who would you go with? Who would you? New Zealand, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember me. <laughs> I was your partner! Remember remember me? And everyone says no. (laughs) Yeah. I was created by Chris Langham, but we don't talk about that anymore! (laughs) Good. The spirit of Christmas there. Should we move on? Yeah, number four. Number four, Ghost of Christmas Past. Oh, well, yeah, it's fine. It's it's like a creepy doll's head on a disc cloth. Or or Carol Kane, depending on... Carol Kane having a miserable time on a wire, being actually physically making contact with Bill Murray. Yeah, hitting him in the face with a toaster. Good work. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there was supposed to be a Scrooge-like deluxe DVD came out about 10 years ago with a commentary and stuff like that and all the the behind-the-scenes stuff, and it got nixed by somebody. So someone had a horrible time on that set and is not prepared to, <laughs> to uh, let the rest of the world know. Oh, well. Because uh, that would be Christmassy, wouldn't it? What's in the extras of Scrooge? <laughs> At three! At three, Bob Cratchit. It's Kermit. It's Kermit. It's definitely Kermit. It's, it's, well, yeah. Well, it's, it's Bob Cratchit or Bob Cacklethwaite. <laughs> Don't even talk like that. No. Uh, God, God love him for making as much money as he could in that yeah. period. <laughs> Doing the same thing. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, Bob Cratchit, I suppose. He's he's kind of he's meant to be our everyman entry point to the story. But let's be honest, you do just think, just tell him a piss off. Yeah. Punch him and steal the money. <laughs> I'm willing to bet you can get another job. I'm willing to bet yeah. you can. Go somewhere yeah. else. He's awful. And not for the worst man yeah. of men. <laughs> he doesn't pay you well. He doesn't let you have Christmas off. Go somewhere else. Uh, no, he, he, he lets you have Christmas off without pay. Yeah. And then you get to go home to your hovel and your crippled child. <laughs> who, who is waiting who, to die, yeah. <laughs> who is waiting for death. <laughs> and he's always like, don't worry about me, father. I'll be... <laughs> I'll be fine. Should we move on? Then again, in Dickens' time, there was a lot of it about. Nestle would have been real back then. <laughs> Number two! Number two, the ghost of Christmas present. No, I suppose if, if you were, if again, if you're arguing about the ranking of the ghosts. He, he, uh, present's the best one. So obviously... Why is the avuncular fun one, isn't he? Yeah. He's the. The big one that gets smaller. That's that's what I remember from. Uh, the again, I'm up at Christmas Carol, yeah. Yes, the big, big, big giant one, yeah, gets... Uh, which leaves only one character left, of course. At number one, it's Alan... C- no. No, it's a, it's Scrooge. It's Scrooge. It's Well, that's that's something, at least, I suppose. Uh, so who what... is your favourite Scrooge on, of, on film? I mean, it's, it's between uh, Michael Caine and Albert Finney, isn't it? It has to be, really. Yeah, the Albert Finney one is extraordinary. Uh, it's certainly not um, Jim Carrey. That can. Uh, I've still never seen that one. Is it got that kind of like the Polar Express and... kind of? Uh, 
Yeah, it's all, all rotoscoped. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't... Th- I mean, Bill Murray Alistair is, Sim. Is... Alistair Sim's a brilliant one. Alistair Sim. Yeah, you probably yeah, right. He has, a, he has a proper bastardry about him. Yeah. And of course, the best Scrooge is Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> and it, no, Scrooge McDuck, of course, is in Mickey's Christmas Carol, which is like one of the good things Disney made in the 80s before their revival. Mm. Uh, it's a brilliant short, that. It is. It's very, very good. Uh, and also, it helps when you've got a character called Scrooge. Yes. Scrooge. <laughs> just just save time. <laughs> We've got time for one final song, The Plimptons, Christmas All Over This Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go, just want to say, both of us, thank you. Yes. Uh, thank you for the support, for any shares, the retweets, saying nice things, or just enjoying it, you know, because we, we're doing this for... For us, really, you know, it's like, yeah. If it if it stopped being fun, we'd stop doing it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to find other people who are enjoying it and sharing it and saying nice things, it it, it makes a, it makes us very happy, and it it's got me through a very very tough year. This podcast, as has your friendship and doing this with you, mate. Oh. So, no, I'm serious. It, I know it's you been are. it's it's uh, we don't do sincerity very often because it doesn't come across very well. No. I, I have been told but, frequently that I have a voice that never sounds sincere whatsoever. <laughs> but it has. It's been a it's been a great year doing this podcast. Lots more to come, I'm sure. We always say it can't get dumber, but it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> but then again, so does the world. <laughs> true. Also true. Yeah. Uh, if you have listened to this on your own on Christmas Day, we hope you've had a good hour with us, just enjoying this nonsense. <laughs> Yep. Uh, and, and we've made it slightly brighter for you. If you listen to it on another day, we hope you've do- enjoyed it just as much. And if you if you listen to it in summer, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, help yourself, but yeah. I mean, do, but it's, you know, listen listen to Beach Boys. <laughs> Somewhere, you know. <laughs> listen to Beach Boys. That's your, you know what, we need to end here while I'm still not and all that remains to say before the Plimptons come in is Merry Christmas from me and also me Goodbye Christmas Eve and everyone's here drinking with my friends I haven't seen for a year we've been doing this since we were old enough to look over the bar and guess up the queue heels deeper than the snow
got through an entire Christmas special and we didn't say piss. <laughs> oh.